Hello, everyone. Hello. My name is Matt Armando. And I'm Emily Riggins. And this is TBD. With Matt Emily, live in the park. Hi, yes. We've come to you again from Central Park. Yes, that wind you hear is real wind. He's not a fan. <laughs> did not edit things in post. <laughs> hey, you know what? If Matt does edit the wind out in post, great for him. If not, that wind. Oh, I'm probably going to hear some now. Here, truth be told, I do... I edit out I edit out background noise. But so so it'll reduce the, the wind. But it's not going to get rid of all the wind, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um I'm going to brush my hair to the opposite side that it normally is on. Is this weird, Emily? Um I it's weird that you're uh, announcing it cuz as a person who plays with her hair constantly. Uh I don't feel the need to narrate when I change my part. <laughs> um I'm just pretty consistently the other way, but my hair has been blowing around blowing around in this wind that everyone can hear. <laughs> So now I'm I'm trying to fix it. Um, Matt, we're in Central Park. That's true. We have tea. That's true. We have friendship. <laughs> That's true. Because we are the premier podcast about tea and friendship. That's true. And topics. All, all of those things. I have a topic. And let me tell you, Matt doesn't know what it is. Emily's topic is a complete mystery to me, as it is every week. Um, mm-hmm. Or every week that she has one. I'm getting... I'm getting too pedantic during this pandemic. What? Pandemic? Really? Pandantic during the pandemic. I'm taking some of this tea. Have some of the tea, Emily. Uh, even though it's not quite tea time, tea talk time, time for tea talk. Tea talk time. <laughs> um, it is It is simply time to talk about how we are doing this podcast. <laughs> we are in the park. There is wind. This is the premiere podcast of Tea and Friendship. And wind, I think. And wind. My we, topic isn't wind, I promise. We are the windiest podcast that isn't actually about the wind. I'm sure there are podcasts that are about the weather. How? Okay. I was gonna, I thought you were going to be very specifically about the wind. And I can't imagine a podcast about the wind. I, Guys, let's go outside and measure how fast the wind is. <laughs> wow, that's some fast wind. Wow, it moved the leaves. OMG the wind. Listen, not every <laughs> podcast can have the universal appeal of TBD. Some of them are going to be a little bit more niche than we are. <laughs> um, I would listen to that wind podcast. <laughs> Maybe I'll do a wind podcast every up. Do you think a wind wind podcast, that's not much different. What is it, a- ASMR, right? That's when people just make noises. Yeah. A I wi- mean, I definitely think there's podcasts out there that are just nature noises. Yeah. And and I think the wind is a big part of that. And there's probably a specific one that's like just wind or like howling winds. Um, I mean, there, think about all the different kinds of wind you can hear. Right now we're hearing the kind of wind that goes through trees off of a reservoir of water. A light rustling. The Jackie O reservoir over here. <laughs> uh, but there's also like ocean breeze. That's a completely different sound. Do we have to take this to a beach? Um, Guys, we're picking up our stuff. We're walking to a beach. Okay, guys, we're at the beach. Um, how how far from the beach do you think we are? What's know. the closest beach? Pretty there's, far. There's no beaches in Manhattan, right? I don't think so. You got to go at least to Brooklyn or Queens or Bronx, New Jersey, the Bronx. Are there beaches in the Bronx? I, I don't think know. So. I think so. I have never been to one. In fact, the only beaches in New York I've been to are in Brooklyn, I think. Um, I've been to I've been to a few of them, but only technically in Brooklyn, I think. I've never been to a, a beach in New York City. Um, in any of the five boroughs, none of the five boroughs or Jersey. Although it, I tried to talk my parents into next year going on vacation to Jersey City because it would be so easy for me. Um, and my dad did not seem interested in the idea. Um, did he have specific reasons? It's dirty there. <laughs> he didn't know. He didn't have any good reasons. It's far. It's not where we normally go. I don't know. It's it's not further than any of the other beaches we've ever gone to. Yeah. You are a, you are a middle of the country person. Yeah. Which means that you are far from the ocean. Exactly. No matter, no, no matter which way you cut it. Exactly. Um, I will say the one time I went swimming in, in said middle of the country was when I went in, actually, not the one time, but uh, I went swimming in Chicago once in, I guess it's Lake Michigan there. Yep. And the weirdest feeling about it was 
the how how massive you know the Great Lakes are huge, and but it, but it's it's um, it's fresh water, and it was like this weird thing where I was like I feel like I'm in the ocean, but it's the water isn't salty. <laughs> it was a really it was a very weird, oddly jarring feeling. Like I didn't think it would it would would get me in that way <laughs> but it did i was like and i still remember it i mean I've, i went to chicago like 12 years ago so this is a long time ago <laughs> wow uh yeah feels like the ocean but without the salt wrigley mm. field pizza to bears i did the first couple things you said i did not see a football game but i did see a cubs game i had uh what's the beer english style beer or something English style, old style, something like that. Um, this <laughs> Some mo- cheap beer. <laughs> this morning I went to a deep dive through um, the Twitter page, New Girl Out of Context, um, and read so many just like screenshots of the TV show New Girl, which is truly a great TV show that I love. <laughs> um, and Nick Miller talked about Chicago. Um, and Nick Miller is like top five favorite fictional characters for me. Is that um, show in Chicago? No. It's set, it's set in California, but he's from Chicago. Mm. One of those things where you always talk about where you're from. That seems I don't know fa- anything about that. <laughs> that seems familiar. <laughs> okay. Uh, moving on. Um, Ohio. Let's talk about it. <laughs> um, uh, listen, I brought, I brought up where you're from, so right. that, that one's on me. Matt, I think it's time. Uh, let us go into everyone's favorite portion of the podcast. I don't know. Tea talk, tea talk, tea talk, tea. Talk. I uh, mic'd by both of us, by the way, that instrument because I didn't know if Emily was going to remember to mic it. <laughs> um, first of all, we're talking tea today. Second of all, if there's if there is a passion of mine, it's my instrument, and of course, I'm going to remember to mic my instruments. But if there's a second passion of yours, it's not remembering where your microphone is supposed to be. Okay, Matt, <laughs> I'm I'm too into the conversation to care about this microphone. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just, listen, the listeners need to know that I've twice, while we recorded, pointed where the microphone should be at, at near Emily's mouth. <laughs> Matt, we're drinking tea today. Um, and we're drinking a tea called, oh, it's from Ivy's Tea Company, established 2016. Drink tea like an adult. We'll get to that in a second. Whoa. But this is called Green Bay. What do you think is in this tea? Green Bay? Like? Like B-A-E. Not like Green Bay the town, but like. You're my bay. You're my bay. Like you're my bay. My my favorite green. What? Like my favorite green. Yes. My green bay. Yeah. Um, what what was the question? What What do you think is in this tea? Before I tell you. Yikes. Um. Well, it's a tea for adults. So how much booze is it? <laughs> no. Um. Well, I guess. I guess it's a green. Is it a green tea? It doesn't seem like. Is it really a green tea? It uh, it's very dark. Um, oh, the I don't know if this is your adult conversation, but we were drinking these out of plastic disposable cups. We really are. <laughs> like adults drink their tea. Listen, is that or drink really hot tea out of the thermoses I brought? Okay. Wait, should we have drank them? Oh, because they cool down. No, they get so hot in there. Like it would still be undrinkable. Yeah, it is pretty hot. Um, what's in this? Is it is it more than just tea? I I'm, I wanted you to guess before I just told you. Um, so far, you got green tea. Do you think anything else? <sighs> Matt's trying to read the label. I saw. I can't read. Eyes. I can't read it. Um, I tried reading it when you showed it to me originally, and I couldn't. So I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to try now. I can read that it's established in some year, two thousand something. Sixteen. Ooh, it's only four years old. Um, man, can you can you talk while I drink? So Matt, I can yes, think about yes. It? Okay, Matt is testing to see if he can figure out what this tea is. Um, it is a solid green tea. Um, it is definitely a green tea. He is correct about that. It is darker, but I also think it's that because it's on the grass. I don't know if that makes sense. Like if it was in a white cup, it wouldn't be so dark. Okay, Matt, what do you um, think? Final man, chance. It definitely has. It definitely. It, it's got. It's interesting. I want to guess apple. But it's not sweet enough for me for to really, really to think apple. So if you told me it had apple in it, I'd be a little surprised. It it also it's like a really smooth green tea. Oh, um, describe it as smooth. So maybe it's got something flowery in it, and that's tricking me into apples. 
Um, but it's not flowery enough for me for it to be like jasmine. So, again, I don't know. I could be surprised. Matt, is this your final answer? Anyways, I don't have any definitive answer. I'm just going to say it tastes like a smooth green tea. Uh, it has green tea and citrus oils. Citrus oils. Um, man, I don't know. I, I, well, I would never, it doesn't taste very citrusy to me, but maybe, maybe, maybe that's just cutting the, maybe the citrus is cutting the bitterness of green tea. And that's why I'm tasting the smoothness. Yeah. If I'm going to really talk my way through how I'm feeling this. Okay. I got to fix my microphone. It's dripping out of my hands. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So Ivy's Tea Company is a pop culture and hip hop inspired holistic health brand. Um, so a lot of their teas, not so much this one, are named after either like rap songs or rappers or stuff like that. Um, this one, it's, it's just called Green Bay. Um, and it's drink tea like an adult. Um, stop drinking that regular schmegular tea. It's just crushed tea leaves peppered with pesticides and then dumped into bleached white plastic bags. <laughs> Bet you thought that bag was cloth, didn't ya? Drink Ivy's tea. Ivy Tea Company's teas. They're lovely, lovingly, sorry, I forgot how to read, handcrafted, (laughs) full leaf, and organic all the time. Step your beverage game up. So they're throwing shade at all bags of tea? Yes. Um, Wow. I'm worried that we throw shade at bag tea. I think it's not, I think what they're throwing shade at is just like the traditional plastic, like tea bags. Not... Not all. Like you can have a nice bagged tea. That's true, but I still try. I still try not to be a hater on, uh, um, like Lipton and stuff. Which is those are just sort of regular bagged teas. Hmm. I will say I made these in two slightly different ways. Um, Whoa. One, there was a steeper connected to the cup, which is in Matt's cup. In mine, I put a like disposable tea bag that you like fill up with loose leaf. Hmm. Um, because I can't find the steeper that goes in the cup I am using. Um, Did you think that that was made of cloth? Uh, I actually do have some that are made of cloth um, that are reusable. Sounds like Emily does think they're made from cloth. Um, these ones are definitely not made out of cloth, though. I think they're made out of paper. Um, but yeah, this is a, a tea company that I tried. Um, and uh, this is the only tea of theirs I've had. Because when I went to buy their teas, they had a lot of them were sold out. Which is good for them. Happy for them. Um, but, oh, what's, what, what's the one thing I want to say about this tea? It makes a very good iced tea. Wow. Uh, where did, you, did you say where you picked this up? Um, I bought it online. Online. On the IVT store? Yes. Mm-hmm. IVT Company's website. Uh, very nice. What made, you, what made you go there to buy? Like, did, had you heard about this tea brand? There is a dog. I know. There's actually two. Oh, he's coming right near us. Hi, puppy. Um, I don't know if Matt's going to keep this in, but a dog just strolled <laughs> through our recording. Certainly did. And there's actually two dogs, and their owners seem to be not concerned that there are people just hanging out here, slightly interrupted by these dogs. <laughs> um, dog talk. They're pretty cute dogs, though. I mean, I think they were just interested. Honestly, pretty tame as yeah. well, considering they're off their leashes in Central Park. And uh, we are drinking. I mean, we're not eating food, but we are consuming things. <laughs> um, Into the microphone, Emily. Oh, that one kind of looks like an Australian Shepherd. Mm. Almost also looks like a little like a wolf is what I thought. Although I didn't, I didn't think it was a wolf, but I, I think it I, looks I, like a wolf. I def get, def get what wolf, wolf vibes. <laughs> um, okay. Focus. So, Emily, I was trying to ask you. Sorry, a dog strolled between <laughs> us. What was I supposed to do? I got to say, I was I was really trying to hold it together. But then when it walked through the middle of us recording, it was a little harder. <laughs> when it was right behind you, I was being pretty chill, considering I was, like, staring directly at a dog. <laughs> um, and, again, these dogs are being pretty chill. They've sort of walked away from us now. Um, okay. Anyways, Emily, what inspired you to get this tea? How, how, did, how had you heard of it? I just killed an ant. Um, I, so this is a tea company that is a black-owned business. And so I was trying to support um, some black-owned businesses. So I bought this tea and another tea, which we'll have on eventually. But how, did you, how did you come across Um it? I think I saw a tweet about it, honestly. Mm-hmm. And I was like, tea? That's in my interests. I'll buy some tea. Yes. 
this is the perfect way to support this in a way that I also um, would buy things anyways. <laughs> um, I also, this is one of the last teas I bought before I am um, enforcing a no tea purchasing policy. You're, uh... Yeah, your your self-imposed ban on buying teas. Yes. Um, but this is good. And again, I will say it makes a very good iced tea because I've made it into an iced tea. I had it hot and I was like, let's try that. I- try this iced. And then I tried it iced and I was like, this is very good iced. Mm. Well, it is it is very smooth. So I can imagine it iced being very good. Um, I think that's sometimes why I don't like a lot of iced teas is, um, again, not being a huge hibiscus person. But then like a lot of things that people make iced teas, I, I find them a little bit more bitter in a way that i don't totally like but again i think the citrus citrus oils in this is maybe what's doing it but neutralizing any kind of bitterness (laughs) um so what i think is that iced teas need sugar okay and then if you put sugar in them they're not as bitter i don't know i can't imagine drinking an iced tea not putting sugar in it I used to have that opinion myself and then i just started having um less less uh uh, less need for sugar in my life, I guess. Oh. Um, but last thing I want to say about this tea before we get into the, the big things. Um, one, if you want to support a tea company, um, it's Ivy's Tea uh, Company. It's online. They're good. There's a, lots of fun teas with fun names, but I bought this one because when I purchased, it was kind of sold out. But Wow. Uh, very good. Uh, okay. Um do we, need to, do we need to say any more, or do we go to the question? I think we're good. <laughs> I hope people could hear the dog's uh, collar shaking <laughs> or jingling in the, in, as it ran away from us. Matt, I have a question for you. I actually have, I have, a, quick, I have a quick aside. Oh, the okay. people who own these dogs have, have now come by, and even when the dog was right next to us, had, and they saw, saw the dog was right next to us sitting here, had no thought to call the dogs back. Like, literally, or just like, whatever. Oop, dog might be coming back. I decided uh, their names are Chester, hmm. Chester, and I can only think of Patrick Mahomes, and I don't know why. <laughs> um, yes, the owners of the dogs seem to have no care that these dogs are here. Oh, and I believe they're being told to put the dogs on okay. leashes now, maybe. Because <laughs> there is a Parks con- Conservatory person here. It's a lot of, there's a lot going on here. <laughs> he just, a park conservatory person just drove up in a golf cart and is, uh, is, uh, instructing them to leash their dogs. <laughs> what a time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Emily, go ahead. Ask me a question. I thought you were going to say one more thing. Oh no, it was about the dogs. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, Matt, would you describe this Ivy's tea company as, sorry, I'm going to take that back. I'm going to start over. Would you describe this Ivy Tea's company's Green Bay tea as your cup of tea or not your cup of tea? Uh, well, Emily, um, this is a very good green tea. I'm definitely enjoying it. Um, I like how smooth it is. I, I like that it's distinctly different from like a grassy or leafy. It's neither grassy nor leafy in my estimate. It's kind of uh, just tastes like a, a good old little green tea. So... I'm happy to report that this cup of tea, that this is my cup of tea. <laughs> wow. 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 Um, I'm so happy for you. Thank you. Emily, I have a similar question to ask you. Do you find Ivy's Tea Company established four years ago? 2016. 2016. That wants you to drink tea like an adult. Do you think it was before the election or after the election? Please don't interrupt my question. Do you find this cup of tea to be, do you find this tea to be your cup of tea or not your cup of tea? Uh, it's my cup of tea. I do want to reiterate it's very good as an iced tea. Um, it's also good as a hot tea. I just, I particularly enjoyed it as an iced tea. It was a solid, nice iced tea. Mm-hmm. Um, the dogs are back off their leashes, by the way. The golf cart went away and the leashes came back off. <laughs> Uh, um, I'm glad you, I'm glad you enjoy it. You don't, uh, you, you, uh, you may, you, you purchased it and you were happy with your purchase. Yes. Um, it's always interesting to try out a new brand and yes. see how they, how it is. Um, I believe earlier you also said you wanted to say something about drinking tea like an adult. Did we get oh, I was that? just, I wanted to come back to telling about the tea company. Oh, okay. Which I did. Hashtag um, trap tea, by the way. Yes. 
Um, but I, it's a good tea. I recommend it. Tea talk done? Tea talk complete. All right. Uh, I guess that means it's time for our next segment. If Emily wants to bring us into it. <laughs> Checking in. About the past topics we have had. Checking in. Emily, do you do any more puzzles? Um, that was more of my uh, Broadway uh, Broadway intro. I just needed to acknowledge my my singing. Um, very nice. Matt, I have not. I haven't even worked on my puzzle since then because we're in a little bit of a fight. Um, <laughs> but I'm gonna I'm gonna work on it. I think tonight. Very good. Um, again, I've been trying to read. Mm-hmm. I finished a little bit of a puzzle myself. Oh Actually, wow. actually two. Uh, one. You, I believe, saw on my Instagram, and everyone else can see on my Instagram if they want. I built my Lego Star Wars A-Wing spaceship. I finished it. I think I liked that picture. I do. I believe you did, which is why I think you saw it. Um, and, uh, yeah, I considered, I, you know, I asked if Legos were sort of a puzzle. We sort of, I think, we're okay with that being true. <laughs> Anyways, I finished, I finished my big one. It's huge. It's very big, and it's sort of like a 3D puzzle, and I know... You're not a huge fan of those, but um, I finished it anyways, and it's it's big and beautiful. Um, like the Death Star. I also made uh, a different Lego set that I have not Instagrammed yet, but it is the Lego uh, Mario. And you basically build a Mario level with it. And um, sort of like an old school Mario where it's like the side-scrolling, jumpy levels. And it is actually very much, uh, it's sort of like a, uh, I don't know, I guess it's a weird puzzle. You design it yourself, but you build all the segments and then you put it in order of like how you want this like level to look. So it's kind of this, yeah, it's weird. It's almost like video game design meets Legos. It's like a choose your own adventure Lego set. (laughs) Yeah. So those are my two puzzles. Wow. wow. Yeah. Um, I just want the record to show that Matt has returned Chamber of Secrets to me. That's true. Um, which is pretty exciting because, again, my Harry Potter shelf has been missing one book to fill it in. So this is pretty exciting, specifically for me. Yes. Um, and I refuse to let him borrow the third one because um, the pages are falling out. Um, but, Matt. Yes. Are you gonna Have you started reading The Prisoner of Azkaban yet? What do you think? Well, as I was asking that, I remember that you, were, you told me you were going to read a different book. Before you started reading Prisoner of Azkaban. Um, so either you have and you're going to surprise me or you haven't and I'm not allowed to be disappointed with you because you've already set my expectations low. But I could, you, you could also be disappointed in that I didn't read anything. <laughs> That's true, Matt. Did you read anything? <laughs> I have read the first four chapters of The Prisoner of Azkaban. <laughs> Did you really? Four chapters in a week or even less maybe. Okay. So listeners. One, I am genuinely surprised. I'm so happy for Matt. The third book is truly one of my favorite. I, I'm, I wish you so much joy on this journey you're about to go through. Well, I'm I'm doing it. I'm good. Uh, so I bought it digitally. I mm-hmm. bought it from my tablet, which as you as I did not want to uh, spoil this for you, but I was telling you slightly earlier that my tablet had been lower on battery. Why was it low on battery? One might ask. <laughs> was it because you were reading? It's because I was reading The Prisoner of Azkaban. Um, okay, where, where are you at exactly? I'm four chapters in. The, uh, n- uh, they, he, he, they're like, they're the, it's the day before they go back to Hogwarts. Okay, so they're at, they're at Diagon Alley. They're at Diagon Alley. Uh, Ron and Hermione are there. Um, yes. The next, cr- the next chapter is called The Dementor. Have they gotten Crookshanks yet? Uh, the pet, is that the pet store? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Hermione has her cat. <laughs> um. Oh, what a joy, this book. And, uh, yeah. So I, I, I started reading it and I've been, I've been a good little boy. I read four chapters already. That's pretty good. In fact, I read one on my way to record this podcast. Wow. So I read, I think I read three chapters yesterday and then the, the one on the way here. Um, Oh, uh, I meant to say something about the digital copy. So this is how my brain is a little broken now. So I got it from my tablet, which I actually have a Kindle as well, but I got it from my tablet instead because I got a coupon code <laughs> for it. So I um, I put the uh, I put it on my tablet, and then 
so I'm, when you're using like a um, a Kindle, it has it's like it it feels like a book. Like it's got little buttons for turning the pages and whatnot, and it's not like a touchscreen. You don't like swipe it, but on the the tablet, you do like a page swipe thing. But I'm so used to reading like just articles and tweets or whatever that I keep trying to scroll down on the book. And I like, I'm still doing it. Even, like, I'm not used to it where I have to like swipe to the left to like turn the page. That is um, something I am not used to. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's my update on reading. Okay. Oh, God. I'm so happy for you. I actually have questions I'm going to ask you after the podcast. Okay. I don't want to go into it. Okay. <laughs> I just want also want the listeners to know after we recorded the last podcast, we did end up talking Harry Potter a little bit. And it's really difficult to talk about Harry Potter when you know what's going to happen. Yeah, I think my, I don't think I have, I don't think I have anything that needs to spoil, just sort of my uh, mini observations. All right. Okay, I want to do two things before we close this, checking mm-hmm. in about past topics mm-hmm. section. Okay. One, can you whistle? Okay, I'm going to try to whistle. I asked because people are whistling. Not bad. Um, and I just needed, I just needed to acknowledge that one, people are whistling, and two, if we could whistle. Uh, I, I go in and out of it. I think I've, I've become able to do it and I might permanently be able to do it now, but there was a period of my life where I could not whistle. (laughs) Also, I think the music's done now. Yes. There were people playing music and smoking a joint as they walked by us. (laughs) The park, man, the central park. This is a, this is a weirder day than the last time we did this. It's true. There is more noise, although less people. Less people. I'd say less people right near us, but more people in the park in general. Yes. Um, although last time we were here, two people were definitely making out, um, Mm. within my eyesight, which Mm. was not a distraction, but something I was aware of. Yes. Uh, let's check out of the check-in. Goodbye, check-out. Check-in. Check-in out. Check-in. I don't know. We were checking out the check-in. Now we're out of the check-out. Now, do you have something to ask me? Uh, yes. Do you hope that this weed whacker stops like I do? (laughs) Emily, uh... I actually hope it goes on the whole time. Yeah, that'd be great, wouldn't it? Um, (laughs) The podcast that nobody listens to (laughs) or everyone bails halfway through. Uh, No, thank you for listening to this episode, everybody. Anyways, it is actually the main event. So don't don't bail now, (laughs) whether it's a weed whacker or not. It is time for Emily to thrust upon us. (laughs) Do I wish I said that? I don't. But I did, and it's too late to take it out. Uh, Emily is going to now uh, announce to the world, the whole damn world, (laughs) what her mystery topic of the week is. Emily, what is that topic? Well, I was planning on announcing it exclusively to the dogs who I've named Chester and Patrick Mahomes. (laughs) So, um, also because you want me to um, thrust the topic into the podcast, I've decided... I'm going to be really aggressive about it. Picture a table in front of us. Whoa. And I'm just slamming the topic down. Slamming it down. My topic is meal kit delivery services. Meal kit delivery services. Okay. Okay. So this was inspired because I recently have tried out a new one and I'm going to be trying out a new one in a couple weeks. And I love meal kit services. I just do. I hate, and to go back to a previous topic, I hate grocery shopping. Mm-hmm. We've, we've danced around this topic before. <laughs> um, and I, I hate grocery shopping. I mm-hmm. hate it. Mm-hmm. I also find myself, when I do cook, I find myself not very creative. It's usually peppers and chicken or peppers and another vegetable. Or, like, I'm not that exciting when I cook. Okay. But meal kit delivery services combine... The two things I dislike. Much like a romper combines two things I love. Meal kits allow me to combine my dislike of grocery shopping and my dislike of coming up with unique recipes, but in a good way. So, they let me define what a meal kit is. Ah, uh, yes, please, for the, for the um, uneducated. So, if you listen to podcasts, you probably have heard of these. But they're like Blue Apron, Plated, HelloFresh, all of those things. And they send you either two to three meals a week depending on what you select and you can either get a family portion or like a couple's portion although i get the couple's portion and i'm just one person and it makes two meals um that just makes sense yeah exactly i can't get a family portion that's too much food yeah well you wouldn't want to eat you can eat the same meal twice in a week and it'd be no problem that's true you make yourself eat that same meal four nights in a week you're no you're correct um 
But so they send you the exact ingredients you need. So if it calls for, eh, some, that's mostly true. If it calls for like a tablespoon of vinegar, they're going to send you a tablespoon of vinegar. Very if it calls of. for garlic though, like fresh garlic, they sometimes just send you a whole thing of garlic and you take off the cloves you need. And then you just have to eat the rest. Yeah. Then you have extra garlic, which is nice. I used, um, I actually, spoiler alert, recently had a subscription at meal kit delivered that came with a clove of garlic and I didn't use it all. And then I made another meal yesterday and I was like, oh, I can add some garlic to this because I have some garlic. It's very oh, exciting. There are no vampires getting near Emily. No, none at all. <laughs> um, but so they send you and they generally send you the recipe either in a hard copy or digital version. Um, I prefer a hard copy, even though it's a little more expensive and probably a little more wasteful. Um, it's expensive to you. It or just makes the meal service cost a tiny bit more when they send you a, like a printed version of the. Like they charge you extra? Like they go like no, plus whatever. It's like for- just like the built-in costs a little bit more. Okay. Not like much more. I'm just wondering, how do you know it's more if it's printed? Because the more expensive delivery service, the meal kit services, have them printed out. And the oh, cheaper it's a diff- ones it's are a different, digital. Different difference between services. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, but they're really fun. Um, they allow you... The thing that I like them the most is that they allow you to try new types of food and cooking new types of food than I would never normally try. I've made so many quesadillas. I tend to be attracted to the same type of meals over and over again. So I've gotten many quesadillas. I got like an apple one once and like a peach one once and then like regular like Mexican inspired ones. A peach peach one? um, I think so. Listen, I'm not here to make you doubt yourself, but (laughs) that sounds... Um, So I get a lot of quesadillas. I actually also get a lot of Mexican inspired um, meal kit boxes. Um... Which I make sense. I like cheese and I like all of those things. Um, <laughs> but I, and I want to hear your thoughts on these because I'm not sure if you've ever tried them. Although I feel like we might have talked about it. But I, I find them to be fun and enjoyable. And they allow me to be more creative. And um, they do teach me things to add into cooking that I do by myself. That I um, will just do if I cook something. Um, and... I want to go into more specifics about how I do them, but I want to hear from you before I do that. Matt, have you tried a meal kit service? I do not believe I've ever experienced one in any way <laughs> at all. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think if I've ever really had like food delivered to me in that in any 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 sort of capacity in this way. I don't think so. Um, I see them in my lobby of my apartment from time to time where people get them delivered. Um, seems like a neat idea. I, I don't know. I don't know. I've, I've, I've never really thought, like, I understand they're a thing and I have nothing really against them unless I were to think about the environmental impact they have. (laughs) Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I've just, it's never overly occurred to me to actually order them. Uh, Yeah. So I read an article once about the environmental impact that it can actually be slightly better because they like the way they do it. Like there's less like there's somehow less packaging. Um, I don't know if that's true or not, but. Uh, Yeah. I mean, that would be interesting to find out. Um, I tend to be, I tend to be pretty concerned with that kind of stuff where like, I feel like a lot of companies aren't necessarily. So I never know who to trust. Like unless a company was like, we're doing this the green way. Cause like I have had, I've had like, well, okay, here's an example of a thing that I had that it's not meal delivery, meal prep delivery, but I had one of those like snack boxes for a little bit where they would send you like uh, weekly snack things. And it, I don't know, it'd be like, mixed nuts and uh dried fruits and um i don't know sometimes it would, they had like chocolate things and, and whatever like random thing and they'd send you like i want to say like a week's pack of them at a time or something or they'd send them like every two weeks but they came in like these packages that the the bottom was like this hard plastic and the top was like this like pull-off thing and I, I i never got any indication from them that they were 
that they thought these were environmentally friendly. Therefore, I was like, well, then these must be kind of wasteful because they seem wasteful. Like, if something seems wasteful and they're not actively telling you that it's not wasteful, then I'm I get concerned. <laughs> um, um, but I don't know. I mean, I think. Listen, we could debate the environmental impact of these, but I'm not doing really any other grocery shopping. So I think it just kind of evens out of the packaging I would buy at the store. Yeah, I mean, I'm, um, I, you asked me. So. Yeah. No, I know. I'm just saying. Um, uh, but the thing, I, the thing I do, and this is what I recommend to everyone, is you got to chase those promo codes. I'm giving you guys a little tip. Um, there are so many dinner meal kit services out there. There's so many. We should get one to sponsor us. I would love for them to sponsor us because then I could get some meals. <laughs> um, but what they do is like the first couple boxes you get, you get like a pretty good deal. So they're more expensive than grocery shopping, but I think less expensive than going out to eat, which is what I would do if I was not getting these boxes. Yeah. Um, and so I chase those promo codes. So I've tried a bunch of them. I've tried Plated. I've tried Blue Apron. I've tried HelloFresh. I've tried Sunbasket. Um, I've tried... Oh, there was one. Oh, uh, Home Chef. I, I just recently tried Dinnerly. And the next one I'm going to try is Purple Carrot, which is a vegan box. Mm. Pretty jazzed about that one. Um, and that one should be good for the environment. <laughs> I'm intrigued by it. Um, I'm not vegan, as the listeners know. But I was like, <laughs> I'll try this. As something that we said earlier about you eating chicken. Mike. Yes. <laughs> um, but... I think there's a wide variety and there are ones that are better than others. And, you know, I don't want to get into um, free ads here, but there are some that are better than others. And I'm going to tell you what makes a good subscription box. One, variety of meals. Mm -hmm. Yes, they sometimes have generally the same style of things. Like I said, I get a lot of quesadillas. But there's a There's so many quesadilla ones. (laughs) I went through, I had like three weeks where I'm like, well, that looks good. I'm going to get another quesadilla. Um, oh, so this is another thing is that they don't just send you three meals. You pick the three meals out of like, it, do, it depends on the subscription box, how many choices, but like, there's like 10 choices. I'm going to say 10. Do, and do those rotate like seasonally like, or something like that? They like, change week to week. Week to week. So the, like the 10 you can choose, the three you can choose out of the 10 yeah. 10 changes weekly. Yeah. I'm sure there's some that roll over, but still. There might be some that roll over. That's absolutely true. Um, but still. I ten, don't get, th- I try not to get them every single week. I like do like an every other week situation. Mm-hmm. But um, they also, I do know like they might use them like months later. They'll be like fan favorite. Oh, they're, they're definitely coming back. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's not an infinite number of meals. They have like professionals that make like plan these meals. Um, what was I saying, though? Oh, so you pick your meals, which is very fun. You get to look at pictures of food. You get to decide if you like it or not. But sometimes they can have very similar meals. Like, they can have, like, the same pasta week after week, but it's just, like, little tweaks. They can have a hamburger with, like, a slightly different take. I, if a good subscription service, there's variety week to week. Mm-hmm. So there might be a quesadilla one week, but then the next week they have something else that's a little different. And you're not getting the same types of meals. So you can have more variety and be more adventurous with what you're cooking. Um, Another thing that makes a good meal kit service, and this is a very important one, they include all the ingredients. Which you might think, well, of course they should include all the ingredients. But sometimes they don't. Mm. Like what kinds, like salt or something? or So they regularly don't include, like, if the recipe calls for oil, salt, or pepper, they don't send those. Which is fine. Mm-hmm. I have those things. You're able to you're able to go to the grocery store at least frequently enough to pick up pepper and salt. Yeah, and like <laughs> you don't use a lot of those things, so like you have them, they last for a while. Listen, I'm joking around here. You're no, not, I know. I'm not judging. <laughs> I actually I don't think I have pepper. Wow. So when it calls for it, I just skip it and just use the salt. Do I have pepper? It I doesn't feel, matter. I feel like I feel like it's uh, easy if you wanted to pick it up. <laughs> I know. I just honestly don't know if I do. Um, often they're sold together. I feel like if you get those like disposable shakers. Anyways, I don't know how you I don't know how you store your salt in your house. But I recently had a subscription service that I'm not going to name that I did not enjoy. Wow. It advertised itself as being cheaper because it included less ingredients, and the recipes weren't as complicated, which is true. The recipes were not as complicated. 
However, <laughs> the meals weren't as good because there was less ingredients. And they wouldn't include all of the ingredients you needed to use. I got to say, there's something weird about something being cheaper because there are less in- instructions. <laughs> the instructions aren't really what makes something yeah. expensive. And this is one that also like included, like it was a digital recipe, not a printout one, which is also why they said it was cheaper. I That, that still bothered me. I'm, I'm like, listen, <laughs> I'm just, it's, it's, I'm, listen, it's, I don't think digital, I'm like, I, like, I understand the, the desire for the hard copy, but I'm almost like, shouldn't these all just be, shouldn't this all be digital? <laughs> like, if it's, it's, it well, strikes me as a little odd that there, that there isn't just like an app. Like, you don't have to just get like the Blue Apron app or whatever. Well, like. my problem with the digital is that, say I like the recipe. Mm-hmm. I want to have a hard copy of it. To like, like a cookbook. Sure. Or like, say, I, so I've canceled this subscription service. Now I don't have access to those recipes that I got sent. Yeah. But I have other recipes that I do have that I could just like stroll through. Like, oh, that one meal I really liked. Yeah. It's not a deciding factor for me. I just, I like, I like a physical book. I like a physical recipe. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess I'm not surprised. I don't know. I guess, I guess I'm surprised. I'm surprised it's a price point thing. I'm still like, that's, it's an odd thing to me. Well, I think it's a sign of a nicer subscription box. It's not so much that it adds to the price. It's mm-hmm. just like a, it's a better box. Mm-hmm. It's more well thought out if it includes the recipe. Cause does that make sense? I, 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 I maybe understand what you're saying. I don't like, I guess going back to my environmental aspect that I was at a minute ago, I like don't know that I consider it more well thought out to include the recipe or more glorious to have the recipe. I could see an argument saying, actually, it's fancier to have an app that you can have or, 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 or the email it to you. I mean, then you have, then you have like a, you know, a PDF of the recipe and if you wanted to, you could print it out or whatever. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't, you know, but also, I always, if you have to have it up on your computer, then your computer battery dies and you're risking your computer getting liquid or flour or powder on it. Yeah. You got to have your waterproof phone out. Yeah, but it's hard to see everything on a phone. I, I, I completely appreciate that you prefer the, the physical copy. And mm-hmm. I don't want, I don't mean to say that I don't think you should be using a physical copy or that anyone shouldn't be using it. I guess I, I guess I'm just stuck on the fanciness of a physical copy versus the fanciness of there not being a physical copy. I think it's I, I truly think it's a little bit of a sign that the the subscription service is just a little nicer. But that, also that might, a lot that of might, them that might be true. That might be true in the end result. I'm yeah. speaking mostly in the abstract of a person who doesn't subscribe to these. So you're speaking yeah. from actually like knowing who gives them to you, uh, who gives you a physical one, and like the meals that you then get versus. Like you're saying, this person, this this company that you have unsubscribed from, yeah, because they're cheaper, and on top of that, they don't give you the recipe. So therefore, in your actual experience, you you have come to expect a physical copy to mean yeah. um, higher quality. Although um, I don't think HelloFresh includes a physical copy, and I had one of my best meals I've ever made. Mm. It was oh. so good. I wish I could remember the name of it. HelloFresh. But go, to go back to HelloFresh is good. Um, to go back to the one that I recently subscribed from. The first problem I had with it, so I got two boxes of this. In the first one, it was this, like, casserole enchilada thing that was supposed to take less time because you didn't wrap the food, which is true, and it tasted good. But it called for, as, like, bonus points to make this. (laughs) They were like, make pico. And I've made pico with my meals before. I, like, know how to do it. But it didn't include any of the things to make it. You need tomato. You need you need, like, cilantro. You need onions. They didn't include any of this. They were like, just bonus points if you happen to have these three ingredients that we should send you to make a complete meal. Yeah. And that bothered me. But <laughs> then I was like, well, the second box also has the promo code. I'm going to get the second box because, again, I love a promo code. Yeah. Um, in the second box, there was this meal, and the sauce required vinegar. And in every single other box I've ever had that required vinegar, they've sent it. Mm. This one where they're like, you got to use your pantry vinegar. And you know what I don't have? I'm going to guess that you do not have pantry vinegar. I do not have pantry <laughs> vinegar. <laughs> now, uh, I think in my life, I have probably had some sort of vinegar. <laughs> At but, one point or another. <laughs> but I don't now. Yeah. It's I mean, not. You just moved. Exactly. I just moved. I'm not cooking a lot on my own. When I cook, I'm basically using these meal kit services. And so I don't have vinegar because it's normally included in the thing. 
Yeah, I, I guess there's something weird about any of these requiring you having anything because the whole point is that you don't have these things. So if they're like turning it on you to have things, it's like, well, why did I even get this thing? <laughs> Yeah. Like you could just have the recipe and then go buy all the things. If you, got, I mean, a trip to the grocery store is a trip to the grocery store. Yeah. It like kind of doesn't matter if you have to buy the whole meal or half the meal. <laughs> Although I will say, yes, that is true. If I had the recipe, I could go buy the ingredients. But there was a giant ant looking at me. <laughs> looking right at you. Um, sometimes one of the, something that would off put me from a recipe would be like a recipe that I'm not going to use a lot of. But it comes in like a giant package. But in the a meal kit, they send you the exact amount you need. So you don't have this bottle floating around of seasonings you're never going to use. Yeah. Now I'm on your side about this. No, I know. I just, I just want to... That is another good thing about a subscription service. You don't... <laughs> I just spilled tea on my leg. <sighs> I've been, I've been, Emily has been sloshing her tea around like... Um, like she's at a, uh, she's drunk at a cocktail party, just like <laughs> sloshing her drink around. But it's like it's We're tea. <laughs> Trying to dry my leg off on the blanket. I was too into this, but so yes, one good thing is that they send you. You can use more unique ingredients because you're not worrying about filling up your pantry and like taking up space with an ingredient you're going to use once. Mm-hmm. But they should include the ingredients people don't have. So I can understand not including olive oil. I do. Or any kind of oil cuz most people have some sort of oil in their kitchen. I happen to use olive oil, but it also you could use vegetable. You could use whatever you want. I wonder how long in my life I went before I owned a bottle of oil that was consistently in my apartment. I actually need to buy more olive oil soon. I I, I imagine there were s- several years yeah. of my life that like post college that I did not have oil in my <laughs> apartment. It wasn't like a thing where I was like, always like, I gotta have some oil in my apartment. No, no, no. Um, I definitely have pepper. Cause not, no, sorry. I definitely have salt. Again, I'm not 100% sure about the pepper. I definitely had pepper in my house before I had oil. <laughs> but those are generally the things that you need. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And they provide everything else. I was so mad when I got this recipe and I didn't have vinegar. I just like, I just kind of substituted it with soy sauce because I was like, this I don't think has vinegar, but this kind of fits the recipe and it's going to work because it's what I have to do because I'm halfway through this recipe. It's not, and I, it's not clear and it's, uh, it's liquidy. Yeah, but. <laughs> no, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm making fun. It was like a, it was like a, it was like an Asian in the meal. And I was like, you know what? At worst soy sauce, I would probably put this on afterwards anyways. Let's just a little lube it up somehow. <laughs> um, but I was, I'm still kind of obviously mad. And I was like, so I just canceled. I was like, I don't, I want a full, well, I understand their point culture. that they're being cheaper because they probably don't include the vinegar often and their ingredients are less. But I want the experience of cooking the whole meal and I, having all the ingredients. That's the whole point. Yeah. You, you got, you were burned by them. I feel, yeah. I feel that you were burned. But I'm very excited about this vegan meal kit service. Um, I, I'm never going to fully transition to being a meatless person, but you know, I think it's probably a little healthier to do it every once in a while. Um, and sometimes I don't, I feel weird about cooking meat on my own cause I am worried I don't cook it long enough. And so then I end up overcooking it. Mm. <laughs> and so this one, I won't have to worry about it. I know how to cook some vegetables. Um, now you just have to worry about, uh, E. coli. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, my favorite one I've ever gotten is either HelloFresh or Blue Apron. No free ads, but those are my favorites. HelloFresh had HelloFresh had the best meal I've ever made. It was like this Hawaiian pork thing over rice. It was so good. <laughs> I literally was so sad when I finished it. I should find that recipe and just make it. Just make it. Maybe it'll be back as a favorite. Or I guess you switch brands often enough. To um, get those I promo codes. I do sometimes. Little um, listener, I have decided I have two email addresses. I could go back and get promo codes for the other ones <laughs> again. Um, I'm not proud of this, but I could easily. Um, but they're just, they're fun. My main point about this is it's fun. It's fun <laughs> to get a package each week. Oh, yes. Going back to this is, love I mail. love getting mail. It's fun to unbox. <laughs> just like a YouTube video, it's fun to unbox it and be like, ooh, I get some. I get some scallions. Ooh, there's a pepper. Ooh, there's this thing. Ooh, that's a seasoning I've never seen before. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Also, see the subscription boxes episode of this podcast. I love getting mail, and honestly, that's like fifty percent of this. I truly love getting mail. Support your local poster post office 
buy some stamps. This podcast is really about Emily's love of reading and buying things. I can pretty much distill everything I like. And manatees. <laughs> into loving getting mail, loving to read, and loving to buy things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And manatees. And manatees. I love manatees. <laughs> Too bad yeah, manatees don't fit into any of those specific categories. I would have a manatee mailed to me. Manatees fit um, into my category. But this, pro-environment. Wait, what was that? <laughs> I said manatees fit into my my prefer- preference of saving the environment. There you go. Um, listeners, this is what I'm going to leave you with. Try a meal kit service. Treat yourself one week. They're pretty flexible. You can cancel them with one in one week. It's nice to get out of your comfort zone. Try new ways of cooking. Generally, they're not too hard. Should I get one? Uh, yes, you should. Um, I'm going to put a note on my phone right Sometimes now. they can be a little time-consuming, especially if you get like a fancier meal. Which is annoying, um, especially because I, I want to spend less than 10 minutes on the whole process of making and eating. But, you know, it's worth it. You're going out of your comfort zone. You're trying new things. And they, they just are fun. I, put in my, I just put a note in my phone. Try a meal kit for the pod. Okay, when we get offline, I'll tell you which one to try. Um, okay. Deal. <laughs> I, I think I'm done. I don't know if I hit the mark. Um, um, hey, if you're done with your topic, you're done with your topic. Um, I think you, I, I don't really have any questions cause I feel like you did a, you did a good job explaining it all. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. Uh, topic done. Topic complete. Okay. Um, do we have any corrections we want to get to? Um, I don't know if it's necessarily a correction, but Katie Abate Lewin, dear friend of the pod, uh, on the moving episode, we apparently talked about hunger games. Um, and she says this. Emily asked about the map in the Hunger Games being flooded. You are correct. So it's not a correction. It's just a fact that I am correct. I love being correct. In the second Hunger Games, Catching Fire, the arena is divided into 12 pieces, which the contestants don't know about beforehand, much like a clock. Each hour, the associated piece would unleash some horror on any contestants inhabiting that section of the arena <laughs> at that time. Wow. One of the sections is the water in the lake in the center flooding for an hour. That is all. Thanks, Katie. Thank you, Katie. As always, thank you for listening and contributing. Was that was I, ta- was I talking about the flooding the map in Fortnite? Maybe yes. that's how that came out. Yes. Fun, fun, fun. Um, <laughs> uh, well, I think that's that's it for our podcast. Um, Do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, no, not right now. I might have something next week, but not right now. I don't think I do either. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. Uh, and while I'm at that, subscribe to this podcast. Uh, we are, of course, TBD. We are in the Apple Podcast Store, whatever that's called. I don't know. <laughs> Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify. Um, I guess we might be in YouTube Music now because that's like a new thing. I don't know. More on that some other time when I can actually verify it. Uh, but make sure to follow us on Instagram, uh, which I just posted on Instagram the other day for the first time in a while. Wow. Uh, for us. And... Um, yeah, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at TBD Podcast, all spelled out, and uh, send us um, emails like much like our friend Katie just did. Um, you can send that to tbdpodcast at gmail dot com. But uh, that's it for me. And anything from you? Nothing else. I think we're good. Listen to us. We're great. <laughs> well, I've been Matt Armando. I've been Emily Riggins. And this has been TBD with Matt Emily from Central Park. Bye, Chester. Bye, Patrick Mahomes.